opinions, which are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody. Coming up on today's experience, Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they keep Dynamite D very busy, don't they? The review of the goofy news which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. And when he does come back, the lies will stop. Praise God. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because Noel said... Get out of the house and get a job and talk to somebody else. Oh, okay, that's why. And then also Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Wow. 5,400 times where it goes tick, 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 tick to 60. Wow. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, that thingy. You know, what do you do for you to get into it? What do you need to do? Now, you might have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question. You might have a praise report, something that's been going on, the Lord's been helping you with, Answers to prayers, what miracles those are. You might have an opportunity where you're going through something and you need other people and their faith to join you in the struggle. Just like Romans 15.30 says, Paul said, join me in my struggle by praying to God for me. So you might approach it that way. You might just have something you just want to share, just a question you might want to ask. I can give you the formula for brownies, any bakery. Because that's, that's the best, my formula. <laughs> what? It's a good formula. Anyhow, anything like that, you're welcome to engage with us in. Bottom line, you got to call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you make that call, 972-445-0770, it's not as though the universe will stand still everywhere else, although it might for you. Because you'll be talking to Dynamite D. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Dynamite. And talking to Dynamite D, that's like seeing a bumper sticker that encourages you while you're driving for your faith. You ever see one of those? You go, hey, that's a good one. I like that one. 
We have one of those that says, God created the universe. He can write a book. That's how we roll. Uh, also, you can reach out to us by text, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. Additionally, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. And now we're going to, of course, send you up to the website, which is more of the same. Uh, here's the thing about the website. A couple of things that I want to tell you. When you go to the website, under the, the heading ministry, okay, so you get up on the website and there's like about and there's this and that, whatever. Under ministry, you click, you put your little mouse on the ministry thing. And then underneath that, it says request prayer or share praise. You just click on that and you can have a prayer request sent to us privately or share a praise and we'll be glad to share it for you on the air. It's a great simple way to do it. It's right there on the website. I've kind of failed to tell people about that so I should probably do a better job. And then also on the website is the opportunity for you to give either directly through the website or to tell you how to do it or if you want to do it physically with a check it also tells you how to go about it that way. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Now, that's my favorite one. (laughs) Yeah, that must have been the long one. That is not the long one. (laughs) That's what's so amazing. Now, there's one that's like super, super, but that's my favorite because it always does the what's up, doc. And it's just like, that reminds me, oh, yeah, I got a doctorate, didn't I? (laughs) There's several things in my life that remind me of it. That is one of them. That and whenever my kids said something that are smarter than me, and then I feel really dumb, and then I have to go, oh, but you got a doctorate, Dave. That's <laughs> kind of how you got to recover. Uh, so I want to do this. I want to open up with a prayer for the audience, if you guys don't mind. I don't think you'll mind this prayer at all. I think you'll all be on board with this. So just collectively, let's join our faith and bring it before the Lord. You'll follow along as we as, uh, as I pray it. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now, and we thank you, and we praise you, and we bless you. We worship you. You are the greatest. You are good to us beyond anything we could ever deserve. And while that is true, Lord, and you pour your grace upon us, all of us still have many challenges, and many of us are having financial challenges. Lord, you can take just a couple of uh, of fish and some bread and just feed the multitudes. You can take what little we have and make it multiply. We're not complaining about what we have. We're asking you just to take what we have and bless it so there'll be plenty, plenty even so much so that we can give to others. Help us in our financial situation. The country's in a tough place. The world is in a tough place. But you are Jehovah Jireh. You are a God who provides. You are a God who protects his kids. And we're looking to you for that help. Even though we'll do our best and try and coordinate what we can, we need that extra that comes from you to get through all this weird stuff. Help us out, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. 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 Who's going to disagree with that? (laughs) 
That's powerful. You know, you got to think about those things. All right, so uh, we are in uh, Hebrews. And I know, I, I understand that some of you go, Dave, we've been in Hebrews 8 and 9 forever, 7, 8, 9 forever. And I understand that because when you get to 10, 11, 12, it goes lights out, right? But you got to catch some of this, and I, I just refuse to ignore it. I just won't do it. Uh, I mean, every once in a while, I'll skip over a, a, a line or something, but I just I have a hard time doing it. And so here we are again in Hebrews. Now, we are at, at the end, but uh, I want to get through this, and I want you to hear because of how important this is. Listen to this text that we're in. It's in Hebrews 9.13. For if the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a young cow sprinkling those who are defiled sanctify for the purification of the flesh, how much more? Will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, how much more will that cleanse our conscience from dead works so that we can serve the living God? And you hear that and you go, what did you just say, dude? I don't even know what you said. Here's what I said. And here's what, right, it's not what I said. Here's what the author of Hebrews said. And here's why it's important, Right. In the Old Testament, the blood and the ashes uh, of the, from goats and bulls and from young cows was sprinkled on those people that were defiled. And that enabled them to do and to go about to a certain degree the work of God without having their conscience fight against them. How much more us in the New Testament, in the New Covenant, having our sacrifice be Jesus Christ with the the for, forever eternal spirit that he operated in, how much more does his sacrifice enable you and I, listen to this, to do the works of God without letting our conscience attack us because we know that we're not perfect practically. But because of Jesus Christ, we're perfect positionally. We're perfect from a judicial point of view. And because of that, we can fight against the consciousness that says, you're a sinner, you're a sinner. And you've got to be able to do that. Otherwise, the consciousness will seize on to our past sins and go ding, 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 ding. You're not worthy. You can't do it. You're not worthy. But we have a sacrifice through Jesus Christ. If they could do it in the Old Testament, how much more can we do it in the New Testament? The cleansing of the conscience, it's not something mystical or theoretical or some kind of human cover-up. The mind is freshly renewed by the blood of Jesus, and it is in this mind that fights against a defiled conscience. It's a real power and enables us to go forward in the things of God and the kingdom of God and the work of God. You want to know why some people start to do ministry and then they pull back? Because their conscience attacks them. But because of our position in the redeeming blood of Jesus Christ and because of the application of that blood, you don't have to yield to that. You can take a stand against that. See, there's a part of your conscience that, that does it right and that does it well, but there's another part of your conscience that's been tainted. After all, we were all tainted by sin. That's why the redeeming work of Jesus Christ is what is necessary for us to operate in the real power, and that's how we can present ourselves to the Lord for service for the Lord, not because we're worthy, but because we're made worthy by the blood of Jesus. I know, that's a lot of theology, but we need it. 
Because when you you get a self-attack, when you are attacked on the inside from yourself, you got to be able to distinguish and go, wait a minute, that's the old me trying to infiltrate on the new me and say, stop doing Christian things. You're not worthy. You're not fit to be a Christian. You're not a good enough dude or good enough dudette to do the things of God. You should just be quiet and sit down and shut up. That whole process is just to stifle us. Jesus has set us free. You are not bound by that echo voice that's in the back of your head that says you're not worthy because your real response should be, you're right, I'm not, but I'm made worthy by the blood of Jesus Christ. That's how I'm worthy. There you go. That's okay. Take that all day long. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. I was uh, driving down I-30 yesterday, and it was stop-and-go traffic. There was, uh, I guess, an accident up ahead. So I was putting along at uh, 20 miles an hour, 15 miles an hour, and this little sports car would speed up and get right beside me, and then he'd fall back. You know, just kind of we're shuffling back and forth. He'd go, and I'd go, and he'd go, and I'd go. And I just was watching out of the corner of my eye and just kind of mindlessly driving at 20 miles an hour. And then all of a sudden, I hear this little beep, 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 beep. And I said, uh-oh, I, what did I do? And I looked out of the corner of my eye, and he's he drove right up next to me. He had his windows rolled down, and... He gave me a big old thumbs up. And I said, what's he giving me a thumbs up for? I was kind of expecting when you have somebody honking at you, you're expecting something else, you know. And uh, and then I realized I have that bumper sticker on ah. that it's, uh, it's, you know, um, God created the universe. Uh, he can write a book. And uh, and then he just sped off. Not Well, he, he slowly drove off at <laughs> 20 miles an hour. <laughs> But I, I just thought that was neat. That's the first time that anybody's really gives a thumbs up for a bumper sticker. Usually, it, people that have bumper stickers, it's to hold their bumper on their car. But that uh, is I just awesome. wanted to share that story. That is an awesome story. First of all, it's really good that he gave you a thumbs up and didn't use any other yeah. fingers. So let's just say that's for sure. And then the other part about that is that that's cool because whether he's listening to the show or not, he agrees with you, knows that that's true. Hey, look, God created the universe. The dude can write a book. Let's just get that. Well, let's get that squared away. You know. <laughs> yes, and you know what? He might be listening to the story um, to the the uh, radio now that's exactly right what a blessing that's cool and we do have those bumper stickers so no, we only have so many but we were as we get this we're going to do an ambassador program and that'll give people an opportunity to put the bumper sticker on their car if they want to and nobody wants you to do anything to your car you don't want to but i really really appreciate you sharing that story and that is a great story and see every time we're on traffic we think something bad's going to happen instead Hey, there was something good that happened. Somebody standing with you in the faith, perhaps a fellow listener saying, right on. That's right. That's the right target. I bet that blessed you at the moment, didn't it? It sure did. Yeah. It sure did. That's cool. Yeah. That's a great story. I mean, I love that. Oh, good job. <laughs> good good job in being an ambassador just by sharing that bumper sticker and just by proclaiming the truth. Some people will read that and they might go, oh, I don't know, but it sure challenges a lot of people, doesn't it? It's like, oh, you got to think that through, don't you? The David Spoon Experience. Amazing grace. 
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. We're getting ready for our first trivia question. You guys got to be ready for these, okay? Okay, got to be ready. Got to be ready. Here we go. Who appeased David's anger with 200 loaves of bread, two skins of wine, five dressed sheep, five says of roasted grain, 100 cakes of raisins, and 200 cakes of pressed figs? Who appeased David's anger before he became king? Who was that? If you think you know the answer, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also text 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, David at he must increase.org. It is in this position that we will do our DNA. I did find out from the powers on high and the powers on low and the powers in the middle that there will, in fact, be next week. Get, get ready. More news. So more news is coming next week. On uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, there will be no, more news every day. So you better get ready because how do you respond to more news just like this? Using your DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. A little slow on the sing part there. Did you? Yeah, did today you? was a sing a little off. Daily. Daily. The bottom line is every day. Oh, I'm just giving you a, a you know grief. You no, know that, right? I could tell it was different. <laughs> Uh, every day you got to spend time with the Lord. Why? Because if you don't, you'll pay the price. That's why. How about that? You want to really have that? Really have that? That's the real answer. If you don't spend time with the Lord, you will pay the price. It will hurt you. Not He will hurt you. The world will hurt you. That's the whole point. So D, draw closer to the Lord daily, and never be ashamed of Jesus or His words. Never. If you want to know, if you want to, where Jesus say that? Luke chapter nine, verse twenty-six. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. I don't care what the words of world says. It doesn't matter what they say in, on television or on the internet. It doesn't matter what they say in magazines. Who cares? They don't even, in fact, most of the time they quote bits and pieces and bits and pieces and try to make uh, a self justification for their own sinfulness. It's just absurd. Never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. And then, A, always be ready to serve, to serve, which tells us others are important. Now, your life, it's not that your life is not important, but other people are important. Two, and being ready to serve. I just want to like commend Shorty for sharing his testimony. Being ready to serve other people by sharing. That's a big deal to God. So we need to make it a big deal to us. Okay? All right. Somebody ready to answer the trivia question? All right. Send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, hi, Brother David. This is your Brother Ace. Hey, Brother Ace. How are you today? How you feeling? I'm blessed, and it's, I'm reaching for higher ground. Oh, amen. Amen. When you get on the higher ground, he'll put a new song in your mouth. There you go. Amen. There you go. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good song, by the way. Yeah. Reaching for higher Amen. That is a good song. All right. Are you ready for this one? This is a classic. It's a, a classic it's, one. It's, 
Go ahead. Yeah, it felt, felt like it was a pretty hard one. I, I'm not sure I got a handle on it, but I know what the situation was. I may not have the names right, but let's see get a shot anyway and see what happens. All right, here's here we go. So who appeased David's anger with 200 loaves of bread, two skins of wine, five sheep, five eggs of roasting grade, 100 cakes of raisin, 200 cakes of pressed figs? Who was that? Well, I, the name Abigail stands out for me. I don't know if that's it. That is it, brother! You are 100% correct. She was uh, per, she was uh, stopping a massive slaughter that would have happened. It doesn't say whether David would have been right or wrong on that. It doesn't go down that, that scale, but it does say that Abigail saved the day through her intervention and her wisdom. And then ultimately, yeah. in that act, act of faith and wisdom, became David's wife, one of his wives. So I mean, that, yeah. that's just a powerful way to go about it. It's like she she knew what was cooking. It's like that that's a good girl to have right there. And so he, after after uh, uh, Nabel hit the road, it was all like, okay, we will we will we'll have that uh, that woman in our camp. Then we'll have wisdom hanging out with us. Yeah, she's one of them uh, Proverbs thirty one woman, isn't she? Yeah, that's it right there, brother. That's nailing it down. That's exactly what she she's up ahead of it all, and that's it's it's not doesn't not it's unfortunate because I think every person thinks they're that way or every every wife. It's like no, you're not. <laughs> There's a lot of ways that it's nothing with trying. It's just not everybody is that way. But then again, not everybody is a good husband. Not everybody is a bad husband. It's like kind of like a it's kind of a mix all the way around. But this woman demonstrated great wisdom and a great connection to god by doing the right thing before god and, uh, yeah she's a good one yeah uh, absolutely david i want his best wives is her yeah absolutely anyway. hey i want to pray for you i want to pray for yeah, you real pray. quick let's do it let's, let's pray Father, we come before you right now. I lift up my brother Ace, whom we love. We adore him in you, Lord. He is our, one of our favorite people. And we just ask, I'm just praying this as simple as I can, Lord. Give him a blessing. I pray that he would get a blessing and that he would go, oh, that's my blessing. And he would absolutely know it comes from you. And it's because his brothers and his sisters appreciate him and that you love him. And it's your your way of confirming, affirming and confirming your word to him and that you are for him. We just ask you to bless our brother in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I receive. And I, and I expect to hear a testimony from that. Just let Amen. you know. I, I'll try to remember right all down so I won't forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent job, We brother. love everybody. We love everybody. Love everybody. Love each other. Love you, bro. I love, we love you too, buddy. All right. God bless you, bro. God bless you. Bye. All right, Brother Ace, always great to hear from Brother Ace. Just always. Just no, 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 you know. All right, so let me, uh, let's see. We did our DNA. We did that. I got, what, three minutes, four minutes, something like that. Uh, let me finish this teaching. I know you guys are like, woo, woo, woo. Just, just stop whining. Okay. <laughs> Can you imagine if Jesus teaching? And actually, this did happen. He was teaching stuff that was really hard, and people go, this is really hard. It's like, okay, so where else are you going to go? It's like, that was kind of the 
I liked his attitude. I can't use that, but I think it's good. <laughs> Here we go. So here's what it says. So picking it back up from that initial thing, uh, if the blood of bulls and the if the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of young cows sprinkled those who are defiled, sanctifying uh, for the purification of the flesh, how much more the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered Himself without blemish to God, cleanse our consciousness from dead works, so that we can serve the living God. Okay, I, I can do a whole hour on the living God, but we're just going to go to the next verse. Therefore, he is the mediator of a new covenant. Therefore, he is the mediator of a new covenant. Therefore, he is the mediator of a new covenant. Do you think what I think? Maybe Dave's keying in on something. Yeah. See, there's Old Testament and New Testament. Does God know how to write a book? Yes. He can create the universe. He can write a book. There's an Old Testament and a New Testament, an Old Covenant and a New Covenant. Jesus made this abundantly clear. And Jesus is the mediator of the New Covenant. This does not mean that God changed who he was from the Old Testament to the New Testament. That is terrible theology. It is that mankind blew their position in the first covenant, so in the next covenant, we had a mankind from God that could help us fulfill the covenant. In other words, in the old covenant, we couldn't fulfill. We kept messing it up. So God, in order to help us, became one of us so that he, as one of us, can fulfill the covenant, the new covenant. And now it can't get messed up because Jesus is eternally rose from the dead and it, it exists forever. So we'll never have to have a third covenant. There'll never be another there's an old covenant didn't work out we messed it up there's a new covenant jesus put this one into place he lives forever so the covenant lives forever that's the simplicity of it jesus mentioned multiple times this is the new covenant this is the new covenant this is the new covenant and then he's talking to the people he's telling them it's new why because we blew the old one we brought it to an end and this is the entire book of Hebrews. Chapters 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10 are all about, okay, the Old Covenant, we're, that's it. We blew that. Let's get to the next. And that new covenant is in Jesus Christ. That's why the scripture says he is the mediator of the new covenant. Now, why was that possible and why? And I only got 45 seconds to wrap this brilliant theology up, so I'll do it like a little pretzel. Jesus is God. And Jesus is man. He is not part man. He is not part God. He is fully man and fully God. He's the only one that can fully represent man and the only one that can fully represent God. That's what we need in the mediation process. That's why Jesus is the mediator of the new covenant. That's why we stand in a different position. God didn't change. The agreement changed. Only this time, somebody came to help us fulfill it. That's the whole deal. If you can grasp that, you can skip two years of Bible college. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Going to take a short break. Top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Like any person searching for answers, I too have wondered about him. He has a weird sense of humor. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. Those big ears really don't help. Will people enjoy his perspective on culture, politics, food, sports, and local and national news? I don't know. He's just a client. 
Tune in to the David Spoon Experience on KAAM. He's not trying to communicate in a weird sense. He's telling everybody that's there when they're like, hey, dude, your mom and your bros, man, out yeah, right here. They're coming right here. And Jesus is like, you know who my mom and my bros are? They're the people that hear the word of God and do it. And we had a presidential candidate not too long ago, I will not name him, who specifically, and nobody can tell me he didn't say it because I heard every word, specifically said we got to make our three priorities, family, faith, and friends. That guy is so wrong, I thank God Almighty he never became president. Why? Because family does not come before faith. If it does, you are in trouble. Jesus said in Matthew 20, 10, 27, if you love your father or mother more than you love me, you are not worthy of being mine. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is like, well, he didn't mean it. Oh, because then he said this right after, or if you love your son and daughter more than me, you are not worthy of being mine. I didn't mean that either. <laughs> it's like, see, you can't get away from it. Because you love your mother, you love your, your father, you love your son, you love your dad. You love anybody more than me. You are in trouble. Okay? Here's the bottom line. There's nothing wrong with family. There's nothing wrong with friends. But they are behind your faith. Your faith is first. You want to know why? You want me to give you the, the math on the whole issue? Yeah, I'm going to give you the math. You know? I mean, numbers don't lie. It's just people who use numbers that lie. Okay? Here you go. Ready? 80, 90, or 100 years versus 60 billion, gazillion, trillion years. Which one's bigger? Okay? 80, 90 years, 100 years. That's family and friends. Your faith, a zillion, bazillion, gazillion, trazillion, a bazillion years. Get it? Math doesn't lie. It's just the people that use math. <laughs> so, don't forget that. Statistics don't lie. It's just the people that do them. You know, studies don't lie. It's just the people that write them. The David Spoon Experience. 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.